This is the Light Goddess Podcast, and I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach. If you are here, it means that you are a divine feminine entrepreneur, and come hell or high water, you will root more love into this world. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Light Goddess podcast. I am Jude Hotep, the goddess astrologer and life coach. This episode is called Set Aflame, the Lagoons of Stubborn Joy Within Your Heart. We are going to get into this episode. First, I want to let you know that I coach spiritual female preneurs on divine feminine financial healing. Light Goddess is my one-to-one coaching program where we work together. I do astrological life coaching to help you overcome distorted money beliefs and patterns to overcome financial traumas and wounds, restore your innate self-worth, so you can run your business on your divine feminine intuition. You can get into a goddess call with me at lifecoachjude.com by clicking one of the purple buttons. And if you click the green button at the top of the page, you can book an astrology consultation if you want to do that separate. Going over your chart and getting to know you and your own soul and what your soul came in to do in this life and really getting to know yourself at, at that depth is so powerful and life-changing. Let's get into this episode. I want to share this with you. I kind of wrote this piece and wanted to share some of my own process on the spiritual journey and with healing and with raising frequency, raising into higher levels of consciousness and being on the spiritual journey since I was very young and having a lot of my life really... um, a lot of things really happening with spirit that were not necessarily uh, instigated by myself. Or if I did, it wouldn't be exactly parallel. Um, And so I'm going to share this with you. The truth is I don't believe in dreams anymore. And most would not understand what I mean, that I don't believe in this thing out there, out in front of you that I don't believe in striving. I believe in acting at a thing, developing it, tuning it, honing it, perfecting it, doing the thing itself. I don't believe in dreams, but I believe in doing the craft, refining, building, growing, purifying it, performing it, evolving it. This putting a dream out there on the horizon thing I think humanity has really had enough of that, haven't we? What about living it, being it, doing it? What about living the thing of your desires now with no holdbacks, no foaming at the mouth, no lapse between the desire to do it and the implementation, the cultivation, the connecting it to the love it endeared, the enchantment it brought to you, the excitement sacred vessel of beautiful endeavor of motivation pure unadulterated not marauded or stepped upon by doubts or insolence if we are not on the earth for anything else we are here for this we know it by the gluttony in our heart for the thing but most are wedded to some disaster of human liberty in the pretense of comforts that are really cages wrapped in the false dignity of duties. The mundane takes up real estate in your heart, 
the banal entrains you and the very thing that gives you vitality, life force. You send adrift into a distant horizon. One day you dream. I don't believe in dreams. I live them. So that's a piece that I wrote and I really went through this massive period of time where I just lost all of my dreaming. And so the piece was really where there's this movie called The Samurai. You've probably seen it. And there's this moment where Tom Cruise's character goes out with the samurai and their village and he's waking up and he's seeing what they do every day all day long and he begins to learn their ways and it's that they are spending all of their moments all their days developing a craft and living a beautiful life And I would add to that a lot more joy and leisure and fun and and people really give leisure a bad name. And there's just, there's so many different ideas about life and spiritual and spiritual ascension, right? But they worked at their crafts. That was the joy of it. Not for status or money or power, but that was the joy of it. And on the spiritual path for for so many people, you get broken down these ego desires, these ego whys of why you're doing it, of what's driving you. And the ego whys are really powerful at one part of your journey because they move you and they move you into action. For me, though, they never produced results. I never produced the result. I never got the result. I would work and work endlessly and tirelessly and try at the thing and it put me in this interesting place on my journey where I just got to a point where I just I can't put this thing out there that I want anymore. I can't do that. I can kind of grab this the work that I do and and I've cleared out all the obstacles to what is the right path for me and and what I'm doing in this life. And I don't know what will come in and what will evolve over time. And that'll be the adventure and the fun. But I do understand what is the fundamental parts of my journey and, and, and what I'm here to build and create and grow in this life. And that took a long time in my life. And so that might be the case for you or it might be very clear. And, and so I, on my journey, I just got to this point where I could work at my craft and spend that time and the energy working at that for the sake of it. But to put a dream on in my mind and to hold it there. And the, the, the writing piece is really talking about that people that don't work at their craft, that don't work at their dreams, that don't make their dreams come true, that don't try, that don't work at it. And for all of the reasons, all the subconscious patterns, all the wounds, past life issues, there's so many issues. And a lot of it's just entrainment to lower levels of consciousness is is a massive part of what it is. And, and so we keep working at, at our craft once we find what that craft is, right? Or we keep avoiding it 
for a long time. Or we're so confused, we don't know what it is or how to get to it, right? And, and, um, and so I was at a point in my journey where I couldn't really put dreams, make bigger dreams, because I had done that so much my life, my whole life, and none of my dreams ever made it. And so I went through this period of time, and so I focused on my craft, and I focused on what I loved, and that's where I found healing and found purpose. I couldn't find purpose in this ideal or this goal, and that was just a massive part of my journey, and, you know, there's something about believing, believing in what can be, um, there's a lot wrapped up in that for me. And there's just a massive part of my healing and my journey. And I'm still going up the spiral on parts of it. But I could put all of my energy and effort into my craft and into higher states of consciousness and into being in that love vibration and being in a place of kindness a lot of people put so much energy into an intellectual property and, you know, having this big purpose and all of these kind of ego-driven ideas and, you know, with spiritual intention you know, conflated with them and all of that. And one of the things is, one of the most powerful things is simply being kind to other people no matter their anger or their emotional state or how they're speaking to you or interacting with you. And it is not the easiest thing. And the more you awaken, the more you are intuitive, telepic, telepathic, same thing, <laughs> um, psychic, aware, and all of this really you can sense, you can understand people's emotions, their thoughts, what they're going through and so it's almost like you go through a period of time where you're more offended and on the defense because instead of having more understanding for people it's like you feel all of that so much it's like it's inside you it feels like it's projected onto you there's so much of it and so it's going through these phases of realizing that people are behaving at the level of consciousness that they're at in that moment or responding to transitory emotions or shadow or subconscious beliefs coming up humans we have no um we act out our subconscious beliefs that's why reprogramming sub subconscious beliefs is so important to growth and really having the happy life you really want to have and being at a higher level of consciousness it's massive it's a massive part of it and that's why we do that in light goddess and another part of it is, is that we, to get into higher states of consciousness, we just have to practice. And we have to practice understanding the triggers and the defenses that come up. And a lot of it presents in really subtle ways. Wanting to tell somebody your resume. Wanting to defend yourself. Wanting to respond and say, no, no, this is how it is, or no, no, that's not the way it is, or this is what's happening. It's That's all ego stuff, and it's really unnecessary. A lot of times we think we're trying to work it out with people, 
but it's almost like it's digging it in deeper. It's entrenching it in deeper when two people just are not on the same level of frequency. There's not going to be understanding. So that's one of the interesting things about raising your frequency is that now you're held to a higher standard. Now you have to be the one. And that's tough. It's actually, it's like no one told you that part of, you know, ascension, part of raising frequency, part of raising consciousness, um, dealing with the ego and really evolving, that you're the one. And it's a small percentage of the population. You're the one. Most people you encounter moment to moment, day to day, are not going to be at a higher level of frequency. They're going to be angry, upset, frustrated, all of the emotions. And also all of the entrained at the lower levels of consciousness, sometimes just straight debauchery, um, just wanting revenge, wanting to kill, to hurt, to, you know, to get pleasure, to manipulate all of these levels of consciousness. And it's really about the ego and, and how it just takes us down. And, and so we're all on this journey and this path and we all have our very individual journeys and it's really important to see where you're judging yourself and to have pull in so much compassion. The more you're judging yourself, the more compassion you need to offer yourself and to work with what that issue is, where that judgment is of yourself so it can be released because it's not helping you. The judgment doesn't actually help you grow and change it. It's keeping you limited in that place. So that's what's so powerful about working with your chart and about coaching is digging into those so they can be released and healed. And do that self-coaching work if you don't want to work with someone else. Do that self-coaching work with yourself. You're powerful. You can do that. And it's a powerful, important part of this process. And there's been so many times where we, where it's just so clear, especially in the past, that we just use judgment to try to motivate ourselves. And it just simply doesn't. It doesn't motivate us. It keeps us in that, in that cycle. And there's so much there that can be healed and moved through. And so I share this with you to provoke insights within yourself, whether they're parallel or completely different and have nothing to do with what I'm saying, but are simply insights for you. It's so powerful where we get our insights from, right? And there's so many messages within our emotions. This Cancer full moon was really, really a challenging full moon. It brought up so many emotions, shadow, and the muck sweat from deep within the psyche. So if you've been having a rough go of it the last few days, know that you're right in line with the astrology and that this is clearing us out. You know, the cancer full moon is about, it could have brought up mother wounds. It could have brought up just emotions that you're suppressing that you don't really even know that they're there, that you thought you were dealing with them. And you really actually need to go in and do some journaling or do some emotional releasing and 
really look at them so you can release them to speak out what you need to speak out and whether it's to open air and also really important is not to resist your emotions to simply relax around your emotions to allow them to be there allowing means that you're not trying to get away from them it's almost like we try to run away from our emotions try to do this eat food distract ourselves do this do that conscious distraction is amazing but it's better to do it from thoughts and thinking our emotions we want to work with them so powerfully and with so much jupiter and pisces expanding the water (laughs) there's going to be flooding and issues and already with the volcano popping out of the ocean the tsunami that's jupiter and pisces so jupiter expands whatever it touches and in pisces a water sign it's expanding water and So if you're in a flood zone, if you have a flooding basement, all of these things are are things to consider this whole year. Um, Jupiter will be going into Aries, but back into Pisces again. Um, So leading up to April when Neptune and Jupiter conjunct in Pisces, this is this powerful time of big, big dreams of expansion of your wildest possibilities and ideas and imagination and what life can be that's beyond that's that's literally of your daydreams your most beautiful dreams that are things that don't even exist yet that you've seen or experienced that's what's possible right now and to live in those higher states we do purge all this shadow and shit and and subconscious beliefs and patterns and that's what we go through and it's all okay i just want to let you know that you're not alone with all of these things coming up anything around home and family would definitely have been triggered by this full moon so anything that you're going through right now just release take great care of yourself do the somatic exercises that we talk about in this podcast all the time salt baths are really helpful to remove the toxins in the body when there's a lot of crying or heavy emotions or anger or rage and really look at if you're suppressing emotions it's not the easiest thing i have a gemini moon and i don't even know when i'm doing it sometimes and i have really worked um on emotions uh, massively in my life so i'm really at a great place with them but they're just with my gemini moon it's still um, they hide out. And so I'm at a new level of the spiral for myself and working with them at this new place and like, okay, they're hiding in this interesting way. So how do I even find them and, and provoke them to release and, and to come out? And so there's always another ring up the spiral and, there is so much beauty in this life and really being at that level of believing that seeing it pulling that in every single moment that's possible pull in your light be in your place of love be in your heart get out of the ego get out of the mind when you can release what's in the way and blocking your ability to disconnect from it and step out of it and support and nurture yourself i just can't stress that enough we're not taught that we're not grown up with that it seems stupid or silly and what's funny is no matter how important you know it is conceptually 
if you're not practicing it regularly in your life, and then even when you are to keep going to deeper and deeper levels of self-nurturance and self-love, you can have a lot of things come up, like feeling dumb and feeling silly and feeling like you shouldn't do that. Or, you know, there's other things to do that are more important, house to clean or the kid to take care of. And it's, you're the most important thing to take care of you and your nurturance so that you can bring your light and love into this world. Like I said, some big spiritual platform is really important. And also one of the most important things is simply kindness of being able to hold that kind space for other people when you're out in the world, when they're not able to, to be the example, to be the role model, to also help diminish the aggression and the lower levels of consciousness that are acting out through them to lessen the evil and the wickedness in the world, to lessen the luciferic um, tendencies of simply manipulation or or um, just meanness and spite and all these lower levels of emotions and consciousness. So we can't overlook, you know, Patrick Swayze, just be nice. Just be nice. <laughs> it's so important to bring kindness in. And that might be the furthest thing that's possible for you in the moment. And just see if you can challenge yourself to do it. Not in a way that's sub, you know, subverting how you really feel. Like take good care of yourself and support and nurture yourself. But see, you know, it's not about being nice like people pleasing or pacifying people. There's, you know, tough love is really important to understand the discernment between when to be nice and when, when, and, but what I mean is just this kindness, this general kindness of realizing what's acting through other people and seeing the soul within people and that it's not really them. It's the ego and the ego is driven by all of these animal instincts and these lower levels of consciousness and that the soul is in there somewhere and to really have that higher perspective and that higher view and think about the wider, broader perspective of humanity as a whole of all of us really holding this higher frequency of light and love on this planet and higher levels of consciousness on this planet and how important it is. Um, and so that's why it's so important to up your nurturance, your self-nurturance, because these full moons, these lunations these transits are really powerful and dynamic there's a lot of mars energy in the chart this year there's a lot of dynamicism this year and there is a lot going on there's a lot of unpredictability and shocks and so self-nurturance i can't stress it enough finding new ways and deeper ways and connection and support with each other is so massive. So find the people that really click and nurture those relationships too and those connections. I am sending you so much love. Let nothing diminish what is powerful within you. Set aflame the lagoons of stubborn joy within your heart. If you'd like to book an astrology consultation, you can do that at lifecoachjude.com by clicking the green button at the top of the page. And you can get into a goddess call with me too. We can discuss whether light goddess is a good fit for you. And you can do that by clicking one of the purple buttons on the page. 
sending you lots of love and I will talk to you on this next episode of the Light Goddess Podcast. Hey goddesses, this has been the Light Goddess Podcast. I am your host Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach and if you would like to apply for the Light Goddess program that is all over at lifecoachjude.com, click the button and we will talk. If you'd like a free guide on how to connect to your sacred feminine and make more money, that is over at lifecoachjude.com.